I do. And I have for months. But I didn't want to have this checked for months. I'm writing about what turned out to be plantar fasciitis, an inflammation of the connective tissue which supports the arch of the foot and is located between the heel and the ball of the foot. It is caused by small, repetitive trauma to this area. It almost sounds like carpal tunnel of the foot. I am being humorous here, don't take that seriously. When this first showed up, Bear and I jokingly decided at least one of us should be able to walk. While he's definitely healing, he's still wheelchair bound, which is the better than the bed bound that he was for the first month after surgery. Got to look on the bright side, after incurring a non-displaced fracture in the same foot he had the surgery on. His three fused joints and torn ligament in that foot were halfway healed at that point. Luckily, the metal in there was not damaged in the fall that caused the broken bone. I had a referral for a podiatrist from my primary care doctor and I sat on it, until I realized that was what I was doing. I shook my head, took a deep breath, and made the call for an appointment. I'm glad I did. My fear had been that I would need surgery on the bone spurs in my heel. Bear and I may have been joking, but I really did, and do, feel I need to be able to walk until he can. Plantar fasciitis has nothing, I repeat nothing, to do with the bone spurs in my case, although they can be a risk factor. According to Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center at http colon slash slash www.bydmc.org slash your health slash conditions os slash chronic kidney disease dot asks. Chunk ID equals 11621. Plantar fasciitis is most common in people who are 40 to 60 years old. How kind of my body to wait the extra 7 years? Other risk factors that increase your chance of getting plantar fasciitis include Physical exertion, like wrestling a wheelchair in and out of the car or pushing it uphill? Especially in sports such as Running Volleyball Tennis A sudden increase in exercise intensity, yeah, it's got to be that Olympic sport of wheelchair wrangling, or duration. Physical activity that stresses the plantar fascia. People who spend a lot of time standing. A sudden increase in activities that affect the feet. Obesity or weight gain, um. Pre-existing foot problems, including an abnormally tight Achilles tendon, flat feet, or an ankle that rolls inward too much. Poor footwear, ack. Grew up with that and overcompensated with exactly the wrong kind of shoes as an adult. Heel spurs, luckily for me, not in my case. Agave foot specialists, the podiatrists I chose, are treating it with rest, one of the hardest things for me to do, even in my retirement. When I explained that I needed to exercise at least half an hour daily for the chronic kidney disease, they amended that to using the stationary bike, well, they gave me a handout that included cross-training. I wasn't sure what that was, but I'm good at asking, it almost felt good to get back on the bike this morning. They also suggested swimming, moi? With my aversion to being in bodies of water? certain kinds of yoga, and certain kinds of weight training. I'll stick with the stationary bike, thanks. But that, of course, is not all. I already messed this one up by misreading, but I'll do it right tonight. I'm to freeze a sports bottle, still not sure how that's different from a regular bottle, and roll it over my arch for 20 minutes every evening. Not bad, I can read while I do that. I think. I also need to stretch my calf multiple times a day. That's not hard to do. Remembering to do it is the hard part. Here's the kicker, ouch, I have to wear shoes that meet the following criteria. A firm heel counter. I had to ask look that up. I found this definition at http colon slash slash shoesglossary.com slash heel counters, a piece of leather forming the back of a shoe or boot. A heel counter may be used to stiffen the material around the heel and to give support to the foot. Oh no, that means I just bought two pair of shoes that won't do since they're sandals and have no heel counter. A rigid shank, 
the part of the shoe between the inner and outer soles. Now you see why I bought those two pair of shoes. A flexible toe. At least I got that part right. Give me two weeks and I'll be able to tell you whether I have a handle on the plantar fasciitis or not. My dear friend and neighbor, Amy, just came in for our occasional coffee clatch. While we were talking I told her about Slow It Down's new website. That was news to her. Since she reads the blog religiously, it's probably news to you, too. Have a gander. The address is http colon slash slash www.gailray.com. Suggestions and comments are welcome, as usual. Don't forget to tell us which communities you'd like us to contact. It also came up in conversation that I never told anyone that I've had a certificate of completion in perspectives and adherence from the American Kidney Fund since November 9, 2011. So, I do have some training concerning chronic kidney disease other than my experience as a patient and my research, but I'm still not a doctor. Anything you read on the blog, Facebook page, or Twitter that I've written still needs to be run by your nephrologist before you heed that advice. I'm taking a class at Landmark. Aren't I always? At the last class meeting, one of my classmates asked me to tell her the story of how the book came to. I realized I haven't discussed the book on the blog in ages. Do take a look on Amazon.com or BNN.com to read the description and order a bunch. Be wary of textbook companies that offer to rent you the book for most than it costs to buy it, $12.95, and remember the ebook is less expensive at $9.95. Amazon has a wonderful program by which you can order a print book, or if you have ever ordered a print book, you can order the ebook at a 70% discount. Another terrific way to save some money is to join with a friend and pool your order for that Amazon discount. Time to go meet my stepdaughter Sweetie's family. Until next week. Keep living your life.